First and foremost, I would just like to say happy Juneteenth, my black brothers and sisters. We have been free since 1865, and I'm very grateful that we have been able to grow as much as we can, but it doesn't mean we can't grow some more. Um, before I get into today's episode, I would like for you guys to all look into my description on this episode. In it, you will see different uh, book recommendations, TV shows, and black women businesses that you all can watch and read and visit or um, order online. I thought it would be a fun way to just share some black-owned, black-written, black-directed films and movies and stuff like that that you guys can use to maybe educate yourselves or just have fun and read and support. Um, So thank you all so much for listening, and once again, happy Juneteenth. Hello, my beautiful creatures. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm very, actually, I'm very proud of myself because your girl went to the gym today. After saying for months and months that I was allergic to the gym, I finally went. And I'm, I'm, my legs are very tired. They kind of hurt because say it was a bit of a leg day. But my friend Derek, a long time ago, back uh, when I was in school, had made me um, a like workout plan. And I only used it twice. And he was so proud of me when I did it. And then that was like, that was it. I hadn't, hadn't done it <laughs> again after that. And so I was like, you know what? He worked hard on it. I refused to let my dog's workout plan go to waste. And so I got my mom up. We were supposed to go at 10. We didn't end up going until 12. But still, we went to the gym. And honestly, it felt really good. But at the same time, I hated every single second of it. I do not enjoy working out, but I'm hoping that the more I do it and the more frequently I go, the more my tolerance will build and it becomes to be something that I used to um, relinquish my energy and to just, you know, clear my mind and stuff like that. Then I also, after that, did my French class. And I'm very happy about that because the way I was so freaking nervous. See, okay. I was nervous and I wasn't nervous. I was I wasn't nervous because I had this professor who knows I suck at half the t- half the time. And it's not in like a bad way, but it's literally because like sometimes I'll have him just by myself, like no one else books the class. And I love it when that happens because me it's one on one. So I don't have to be embarrassed because he knows I don't know a lot because obviously I'm still a beginner, still beginning classes. Um, but versus when I'm with other students and I like it's kind of embarrassing. It's like when you have to read a book out loud in class when you're in grade school. You mess something up and then everyone laughs. Well, I've never had anything that, that happened to me. I've seen it in TV shows, so I'm assuming it happens. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and so I had like two other people in my class. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Screw this. I've had this teacher before. I studied my course. I feel good. I'm going to do good. And then those MFs started reading, answering stuff, talking, and they're saying words I haven't yet to even hear. And I'm like, oh, so like they they know French. Like what what's going on? And so immediately I was like, one, I want to turn my camera off. I regret turning it on. I was flooded with self doubt. Like oh my god, I'm gonna embarrass myself. And I don't get embarrassed often, but when I have to show off how my brain works, I always do because I've never been super confident when it comes to like my smart my smartness smart abilities i'm not sure and yeah and so that was one of my always my biggest insecurities growing up and even though i know i'm smart and stuff like that i still get very insecure at times that's the only thing i really ever get embarrassed over and so i'm thinking like oh my god i'm gonna mess up they're gonna see how bad at french i am and halfway through the class i'm killing it 
like i'm even if i don't understand certain things i'm still like picking up off of context and i'm having a good time like i'm answering stuff i'm instead of just doing the bare minimum of saying like for instance today we were talking about like arranging um dates and times in like um meet up with your friends or dates or meetings and stuff like that and so uh one of the things like i am free is just so libre um and instead of just saying oh i am free i'll say uh, je ne sais pas libre. Uh, je sais libre. Uh, uh, I, I, I sound terrible right now, but I promise you I was sounding better in the class. And then I'll like further, I'll say, no, I'm not free at this time, but I'm free at another time, which is what I was tempted to do, but I sounded really terrible, so ignore that. Yeah, but I digress. And so I felt very proud of myself because I, I literally was prepared to just like say that my laptop died or like because it's raining be like this cut power cut out i don't know and leave the class but i didn't and it felt very good to kind of conquer that feeling um so if you're ever feeling really crappy by yourself or any situation you're in just keep going conquer it and you're going to be amazing so today's oh my god there's thunder i don't like this i don't like thunder and you hear the sound of thunder, don't you get you scared? Just grab your thunder buddy and sing these magic words. F you thunder, you can suck my bleep. You can't hurt me thunder because you're just God's spark. I love Ted. I'm not a big fan of Mark Wahlberg. I don't like him at all, but I, I love the movie Ted. So that's, that's something. Okay, so today's topic is wanting to do better. And if you guys can kind of hear my opening not my opening, what I was just talking about with me um, learning French and that kind of plays into that and what I mean is, so think about this, um, at the beginning of the year, what is the one question we are all asked? What's your new year's resolution? What's your new goals? What's the, all the things you didn't have time for the year before, but now you will all of a sudden have time for? And when we're asked these questions, we will make up this like long, elaborate list like, oh, I want to I wanna eat healthier and I want to work out. I want to learn a new language. I want to do this, this and that. And about one month in like one month into all of this, we forget all about it or we just simply give up. My question is, why? Why do we give up? Why do we forget? We made this entire list. So why has it failed time and time again? And obviously, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Phineas and Ferb. It's like one of my go-to shows for whenever I'm just bored. Um, but there's an episode on New Year's where Dr. Dufresne-Schmortz is basically, um, he wants to take over the tri-state area, of course, as a part of the show. And so he made this, like, device that allowed him to kind of control everybody's uh, New Year's re- resolution at the New Year's um, Eve party. And so he made everyone's resolution, oh, that he is the ruler, they'll all support him, stuff like that. And then, like, two minutes later, they all gave up on that. And he's like, what's happening? And they're basically like, well, resolutions are, are don't exist, technically speaking. Like, no one ever sticks to them. And so the reason I brought up New Year's, obviously it's not New Year's now, it's six months into the year. But the reason I brought this up is time and time again, at least for me, and I'm going to speak from myself and I'm not going to speak about you guys because obviously I don't know half of you. Um, but it's kind of an overall thing just within society, legitimately speaking. Uh, we tend to make all these plans in our life. We make all these goals and say, oh, this is what I want to do. This is what I do want to do. And then we either when things don't go our way or we give up on them or we change them or this, this and that. And that's something that I do all the time. And my, one of my questions is like, why 
do I make these lists? Why do we make these lists in the first place if we know what's going to happen? You know, what's the point of setting goals if you're never intending on keeping them? And I was thinking about this earlier today. And I have been thinking about stuff like this for a while because my whole life, I've always wanted to do better. There is this, I believe it's a Japanese term called Kaizen. And it's, it's it translated to just constant improvement. What is it that you do in your everyday life to improve from the day before? And... I've always kind of been about that and I like I guess you could say like a whole self-care type thing and stuff like that I remember starting around when I was in the eighth grade I remember I would get up in the morning and I would do yoga and I would watch that tv show mind games on Netflix and stuff like that I would try to eat healthier but I've constantly find myself found myself and I find myself always having to be like oh okay I this week I'm getting my life together this week I'm getting my life together today I'm getting my life together like how many times do I gotta get my life together for the mother effing thing to stick you know, and it's like, what is so hard about keeping these goals or keeping these resolutions or keeping just all this stuff together? Why does it seem like every time we try, stuff just falls apart? And I feel like one of the reasons why everyone makes these like resolutions that they know they're not going to keep is because some part of them wishes that they will. At least for me, I'm like, it's my way of saying, you know, I didn't, I messed up last year and I didn't do stuff last year, but this year is my reset. When in reality, it's not technically speaking a reset, it's literally the, just the next day. If you technically thinking about it, like everyone's like, oh, I'll see you next year. You'll see me tomorrow. Like, what are you talking about? And for me, it was like me, whenever I felt like I fell off the wagon, I suppose, doing air quotes with wagon. Um, or like I just wasn't on track with what I felt like I should be doing. I would just say, you know what? I, let me just reorganize things. So and that's how I'll get back on track. That's how I get my stuff together. Which is literally just me making a bunch of lists, writing a bunch of sticky notes, writing, rewriting my journal, remaking my routine, recreating a system for stuff that just never stuck. And one thing, you know, I was really just racking my brain. I was like, why do I do this all the time? I feel like I'm constantly fixing my life every two seconds and besides the fact that sometimes things just don't work and I've learned that because I'm a person whose mind works very differently than others I have to have a system I have to function off of a system or else my whole life will be in shambles but another thing for me is I just don't have a lot of faith in myself some of the time I don't have discipline and sometimes I just blatantly just stop giving up I I I hold myself back a lot and I don't realize that I do it for instance my French class the one my French class um a couple of days ago no not days ago maybe about a week or so ago as well as first getting back into my French classes after not having done them for about a month and a half because I was traveling I was I was studying abroad so I didn't have any time to do them and so starting back up it was my first time doing it since you know April and I was so nervous for no reason. Well, I had a reason, but I was so nervous to the point that I, even though I paid for these, I paid for these classes, I canceled two of them and I just didn't go. And actually, I did do that with my previous class. I mean, because I was really tired. I didn't feel like it. But at the same time, I was, I was also just nervous that I was going to mess up. And so I canceled it. Three, so that's three classes that I paid for that I canceled. Which is not only a waste of money, but it's a waste of my time and it's a waste of my professor's time. And I did that because subconsciously, even though consciously I was like, oh, I just don't feel like it, yada, yada, yada. I made this excuse subconsciously. I was just nervous I was going to mess up, embarrass myself and stuff like that. When it comes to me doing stuff in my life, whether it's with film or school 
relationship stuff, I always hold myself back or stop myself or make excuses for why I shouldn't. Because I think I'm like my kind of thing is, well, I'm going to fail anyway. I might as well save myself from the pain of failing and just not do anything like, at all. But all I'm doing is just causing myself more pain because now I'm just like, well, I want to do these specific things, but I don't have this experience because I've never put myself out there. Or I'm just not comfortable because I've never allowed myself to conquer that. One thing I've learned is when I am put in a situation that makes me uncomfortable and I'm able to get through it, when I'm put in that same or the similar situation, I'm not as uncomfortable or I'm usually not uncomfortable at all because I'm like, well, I've dealt with this type of thing before I can handle it. But because I hold myself back in so many different ways, it's so hard for me to be able to do that and to get comfortable and to be in those different type of spaces. And the question is like, well, if I understand this now and I do understand this now, how do I fix this? Because, you know, and I'm no expert. I am someone who struggled, who has struggled with this since I was 12, 13 years old, and I am 20 years old now. It's a constant thing, and I feel like that's something that we're going to constantly live with in our life, is just dealing with this, especially when you're a professional overthinker, professional anxiety person. I don't think that makes sense, but you know what I mean. Um, and yeah, and so something that I have noticed whenever I have felt like this over the years, this is a scientific experiment, this is an observation that has proven true because i have studied it for the last eight years is that the only times when i feel really good about myself the only times when i feel like okay i'm going in the right path is when i'm putting myself out there and taking on the risks that make me super scared or when i'm you know engaging in in stuff that i that i normally wouldn't because i, I would rather just be laxy daisy i would rather just kind of hide from it all and so for instance for me today going to the gym you may say t this is like something so small for me as someone who hasn't like rigorously worked out like consistently since i was in high school and i didn't even choose that i played lacrosse so i had no choice it was workout then practice practice and workout stuff like that and so that's one thing working out i i know that it makes me feel good about myself when i do it because i feel like i'm taking care of my body which is good because i weighed myself today i'm happy i gained three pounds i don't remember the last time i weighed myself i just know i didn't weigh 116 and one of my goals is to gain more weight because my mom literally i was talking to her the other day and she like reached in my shirt and she was like t i can literally see your bone like that's how skinny you are that's like you've lost too much weight you gotta we got to figure this out. So I'm, well, I, I may be worrying my mother. A girl, skinny legend. <laughs> no, don't. Don't listen to me. That's actually not good. But, yeah. And so something that I've started doing. One, I'm back on my sticky notes um, system. And for those who don't know what that is, and I'm pretty sure I've never explained it before. For me, I my memory is not all there. Which I probably should stop saying my memory is bad. Because I don't I feel like that just makes my memory worse by telling, like, by, like, pointing out that my memory is bad but it's not great and so something that i'll do is because especially because i have trouble sticking on one topic and one thing and just remembering certain things so if it's not there if i if it's not written down somewhere it's not being retained it's going out of my ears it's the way i would completely change the topic to talk about jury duty i don't know quick quick detour no we're not doing this day t stop no okay um <laughs> With the sticky note system, I have three colors, and I actually just switched them because I couldn't find the typical colors that I used before. And so before I had blue, purple, and orange. Now I have blue, yellow, and pink. And I hate the color pink, but it's the only thing one they had. But um, blue is for personal, 
Green is for film and other work and stuff like that. And pink is for school. And the reason I have these color coded systems is because it allows me to kind of set up reminders for myself. So on my, for instance, on one of my blue sticky notes is I need to email someone about something. And it's something I've been putting off or just forgetting about. But this is like, okay, you need to email this person today or something like that. Uh, for instance, yellow is, okay, I have to write a certain amount of pages for my script. Or something like that. Or like it's stuff like that. Just reminders or due dates and stuff. And when I was in school, that really, really kept me together. Because I would put it on my closet door, which is the first thing I would see. Because it was right next to my bed. And so that, for me, was very helpful. And so I'm just doing stuff like that. I noticed that, for me, discipline is another big part of how I feel like I'm on top of my game, how I feel like I'm working towards my goals. And the discipline in the sense of getting up at the same time in the morning, going to the bed at the same time every night. We're going to ignore the fact that I did stay up to like, 3 in the morning last night, but that's because I started a new book. And I told myself not to start a new book because I know I'm not I'm not allowed to start new books because I always stay, end up staying up so I can finish them. I would rather read the book I'm already in the middle of because then I'm like, you know what? I'm, I've been in the middle of this book for a while. I can finish it tomorrow. Instead of yesterday, I was like, ah, let's stay up like two more pages. And then I turned into all of them, you know? But like that and just having like that consistent, this is what I do at night. This is what I do in the morning and stuff like that. And I feel like that's another way for me to, you know, and just, you know, setting goals. Before I mentioned, why do we set these goals if we never keep them? It's uh, And I think that stems with having discipline and consistency. And I believe also just working towards something. A lot of the time, if I, I don't really set goals often. Now that I think about it, I used to a lot. Um, I can't even remember what that was like for me because it was such a long time ago. But I feel like goals and resolutions to me are kind of different because resolutions are like the overall things you want to do in the current year versus I feel like goals are something you want to work towards and for me like I need to set my goals with school and with film and my personal life and stuff like that and kind of this way having something to work for makes it so that I don't just spend my, my all my days doing nothing the only days I'm allowed to do absolutely nothing are Saturdays and that's so that they're my rest days and I don't have to do any work if I want to do work I can if I want to spend the day watching suits and building Legos I can do that too which I did the other day and I had lots of fun very stressful because I kept losing my Lego pieces. And then after my friend called me, she was like, you have to be organized. Whenever I build my Legos, I always separate them into piles. And I'm like, Charlize, shut up. I love you. And that's a really great advice, which is why I take it. But yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And so that, just coming up with those terms and stuff like that, that has really helped me. Um, and I'm also just kind of tired of feeling crappy about myself, especially because it's like, uh it's summertime and so i'm not required to do anything besides go to my job and so it's like i kind of have to force myself to be proactive in all of my ventures and so um discipline and just setting these type of goals is something that is really helping me because i want to do better we all want to do better we all want to improve on our life we all have these lives that we want to live but we never actually want to you know that's so funny we everyone dreams about the lives they want to live everyone's like i want to get rich i want to get famous i want to be wealthy i want to be this this and that but then no one ever actually wants to put it to work to become those things you'd rather just think about it than do it and for the longest times i was a thinker and not a doer i'm ready to be a doer if, if you if, la, 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 la. <laughs> i was just about to talk about an episode of Grey's anatomy and it was when like i think it was like 
Izzy and George, and they were talking about how they're not, they're like, oh, Meredith and Christina are doers. And we're like, I forget the term that they use. I'm using thinker, but it's everything. It was a whole different thing. Ignore that statement. But, yeah. And so, yeah, that was kind of really what I wanted to talk about. Because, yeah, I think I just covered everything. I don't know. Did I cover everything? I don't know. Hold on. Overall, I really think just when it comes to wanting to do better, it's really all about, one, I feel like you have to really figure out what it is that you want. That's number one. And then figure out why you hold yourself back. Because for me, it's just insecurity. And I just don't think I'll be able to get there. So why try? Because if I'm already going to fail, there's no point in like setting myself up for said failure. And then the next, the last part is just figuring out how to fix it. And then actually the last part is pursuing those fixes. And that's something I'm doing right now. And I'm, I'm very excited. It's going to be a tough journey because nothing in life is ever easy. You wish it could be and it's not. And it's about like every day just making sure I'm staying on track. And even if I have a day where I've, I'm falling behind, I got to make up for it on the days that I am on track. And um, I feel like this is very confusing because of the way I speak but it may not be and that might just be me see overthinker what no um but yeah and so that was one of my things that I really just wanted to talk about because it's it's such a common thing I actually just started listening to I'm trying to listen to a lot more podcasts and audiobooks only thing is I hate the voices that are used on like audible or I use audio books um like dot com like I probably should just switch to audible. I don't know. Um, but yeah. The voice on it, it makes it hard to listen to the book. Because it's like, it's just, they just speak so slow. Like, I don't even read slow myself. I read a million words per minute. So you need to speed it. Oh, you can speed it up. But also, I just hate the tone of their voice. I'm picky. I'm sorry. But yeah. And so, just like doing that. And I started listening to just more podcasts um, about just these type of things. Because I feel like another way to kind of get yourself to go on this journey of improving is to also just listen to people who've done and listen to advice about it and stuff like that people love to take advice from people who have never done stuff versus taking advice from people who've done stuff like this all the time and are successful in it there's a difference you need to take advice from someone who's done something but they may not have been successful in it always be careful who you take advice from but yeah and so i hope you all took something from this i hope this all maybe was that gear shift for you to be like well maybe i need to reevaluate how i'm doing things how i'm thinking about things and and you know take this as a as a sign to start you know if there's a podcast you're gonna start go start it and don't be shy you'll suck at it trust me i did for the longest time but then as time goes on you'll get better if that youtube channel you want to start start it that business you want to start start it and don't half ass anything and that's another thing i have to work on just half budding things because i do that a lot because i'm like well if if it's bad i know it's because i didn't try my hardest versus if i tried my hardest and and then it comes still comes out but then i'm like dang i kind of just suck but it's okay to be bad at stuff because the more you try the better you'll get at it like no one is born doing that's a lie like the one percenters of the one percenters are but like the other 99.99999% of us are not born knowing how to do most things and being good at it 
you know so thank you all again so much for just coming on and listening to my podcast i know half the time i'm ramble and i'm inconsistent i don't even know half of the stuff that i just talked about just kidding that's a lie i do um but yeah and i had a lot of fun talking today i'm gonna go and make teach myself how to make um banana cream pie because i've always wanted to be a pie person but i absolutely hate pie and i've always wanted to be that pie person because that one episode of icarly with that guy's pie and the whole recipe and the one that was in the computer mainframe thing. Um, so now I'm going to teach myself how to make that because I had it once at school and I thought it was pretty dang good. So thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you check out my description so you can check out uh, the Black Owned Businesses books and films. I love you guys so much, my beautiful creatures, and you all have a wonderful week and happy Juneteenth.